0: hello everyone and welcome to yet another episode of unboxed the podcast where we unravel the heart and soul of technology branding and marketing today i am joined by a very good friend uh albara who is the founder and ceo of smart a technology solutions company based in saudi arabia he has a career spanning over two decades and uh, Beyond everything, what I believe, having spent so much of time with him, having conversations, I feel that Albara is all about empowering people. Um, I won't talk a lot. I won't. Uh, uh, I'll leave it at that, and I'll ask Albara to talk a little bit about himself. Thank you, Albara, for joining us today and being part of the show.
1: Oh, thank you, Junis. Thank you very much. So, uh, thank you for having me here. Uh, I don't do these things a lot. Right. I don't do podcasts. This first, my first podcast by the way and so uh, let me give you a brief about Avravra. It's a very simple person. Uh, I have been born in, I was born in the US, but I came to Saudi when I was a few months old. Uh, my mom and my dad are uh, the pro- doctors in the university, so academic uh, family. Uh, I lived all my life in Jeddah in Saudi Arabia. I've been jumping between Jeddah and Riyadh and so on, but all of my life was I lived it in Jeddah and I studied all of my school, uh, high school, and the university in in Jeddah. Mm-hmm. So I'm an industrial engineer by uh, <laughs> okay as a degree, all right. but I'm an IT guy. I used to be an IT guy, mm-hmm. and then now I'm becoming. Uh, I'm not sure what to become <laughs> do, but I'm just right. now helping people to to reach their potential
0: great so now uh, your your official title is ceo but i'm confused should i call you CEO or cpo chief people's officer because every time i speak to you and the, the you know i get really inspired with your stories uh, of you know how you've transformed the life of people or some story that you know connects the dots between uh, the, the the lives of people and how the impact, positive impact that it has brought about. Uh, I know you're a big culture person, internal culture person. So I want to ask you, start by asking you, what do you mean uh, by uh, a good internal culture within so the organization? Let me
1: go back to the CEO part first because it's a very big uh, position and name and I... I don't feel I'm a CEO, by the way. So I always tell the people, okay, let's make it CEO. But I'm chief entertainment officer. So, <laughs> so I just help you to entertain you guys. All right. Uh, I, I wasn't like that by by the way before. And people used to help me a lot. And this is where I found out that uh, everything is about people. It's, everything is about community. Everything is about people helping each other. Teamwork. Even family is about multiple people helping each other. So I found out that a lot of in, in most of the parts in business, sometimes even in college and universities, people are just fighting, feeling that it's not the same. I, I, I found out that life is, is life. Every part of life is very similar to the other part. Your family life is similar to your business life, similar to your university and college life. It's about a group of people creating a community and a culture supposed to help each other to reach. When I found out when everybody help each other, everybody reach three times, four times, they their, whatever they're doing yeah. uh, alone. Our problem is mainly started. I think it started that a lot of people feel afraid or shy to say that I succeeded because of Junius or because of Barawa, because of my mom. A lot of people are afraid. Even I used to do it when I started my business, my mom and my dad helped me a lot. But I felt it's, it's it's wrong to say, oh, my mom and dad helped me. I have to say, I did it myself. And I used to do that. Mm-hmm. I used to do it in a humble yet ego- egoistic way, you know. Mm-hmm. So, But uh, internally, I felt bad to say that my mom gave me money or my dad helped me, supported me. And when I looked at it after a while, I looked at most of your success life, the things that you succeed in is about working together with other people. Sure. And it's not bad because you're doing the same thing for other people too. Sure. So, When your mom and dad help you, you help your kids and you help your brothers and sisters, your brothers and sisters help you and so on. It's it's a, it's a two-way support system. Mm-hmm. So it's not bad uh, that you, somebody help you because you help someone else. And this is where it, it triggered me. After a while, after around seven or eight years of starting the business while trying to hide that People helped me while trying to hide in, in front of people that my dad supported me or my mom. I found out it's it's actually this is the biggest part what made me succeed. My mom, my dad, my brothers, my sisters, even my team. It's not about oh, the team you're paying them salaries because that's why you they succeed. No. The team actually supported me heavily. So this is where it triggers. It's I started finding that a lot of things that are said to us are just created, created because of the people have created that for since a long time and start to becoming the standard. Oh, you don't say you have to say, I, I succeeded myself. I am a self-built. I don't believe there is such a something called self-built. Of course, yourself, you have helped, you have participated a big part, but tough, the top people, the good people are not completely 100% self-built diversity learning from others people learning from universities learning from courses online who created these courses who created this book that you read and made you so it's not called self-built mm, mm. the book itself that you call yourself i'm a self-built because i read book though so who created that book mm. someone else true, true. so it's it's always about someone else helping you and supporting you to succeed and then you have to pay that also do Along the way, you have to help other people. You mm. have to help, support people. You create a book, you create a course, you create a company where you empower people and so on. Not because you're a good person. Yes. It's an obligation. Yes. Because other people helped you. It's an obligation. You have to do it. Yeah. And this is where it started. So I'm not a people person, to be honest. I'm just paying small part of my dues that I have been taking for a long time and didn't notice that until very late. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to catch up to these things. Yes,
0: yes. Uh, uh, What you said that makes absolute sense and the sense that I totally agree with you, uh, firstly. And secondly, I think if you, even if you look at the most successful brands or companies, uh, you may ultimately see in the press the name of one person like Elon Musk or Steve Jobs, but I'm sure it's a group of people working together for a common cause, or with with a great spirit, or uh, as, as a great team. It's like a football team, right? You work together, you you get the best scores. So, I think um, uh, from what you said, it's all about creating that synergy, giving recognition where it is due. Uh, and and also letting go of your ego a little bit and making sure that you know people are able to uh, uh, take control of uh, you know what, what they have. Uh, I, I really love uh, what you just uh, talked about now. Um, as a leader of of, the, uh, of your organization or as, as a team member of your organization. What? I like this one. All right. Okay. as a team <laughs> I like member, as a team member of your right. organization. Can you give me an example of a people first approach that you've implemented and that has directly Im- impacted your business or the way you approach a project or something of that sort? <clears throat> so,
1: one of the main important things is uh, I learned along the way is the problem is the KPIs we use. This is the problem it always puts you in a so we always think that the kpi is money or monetary or finance or something like that which is an important kpi by the way i'm not saying all oh, money is not important of course it's still important but when you have a single or two three measures only in that business you always push people to to do that you never see in a kpi of a company how many life you have succeeded to let them become leaders how many people have finished uh, their university while they thought they couldn't finish their university. How many low level, blue level jobs uh, converted from a low level to uh, a higher senior level or a professional level of a job? Most of the people have similar capabilities. Yeah, different in specific areas, but in general, similar. Uh, But some people have have lived a life that were they had a ceiling on top of them. So they felt that they, ha- they are caged in that. So part of our job is to tell them that they don't accept that from them and to try to push them even if they resisted. By the way, this is what moms and dads do. They are a pusher. Mm. They are a pusher. We all, you, you know, we have a phrase in Quran saying mm. without pushing each other, earth would be mm. corrupted. And, and this is when you look at it, even in me as a CEO, still until today, sometimes small young people in the company come to me, with push, even they're doing prayers, mm-hmm. sometimes I'm doing an email, but is this email more important than the Salah? I say, oh no, sorry, <laughs> a very young person come and tell me that we created the the, the the culture of pushing, not me, I created, we created. So everybody have pushed in a specific area, and this is where we succeeded in our life, this is where when Moms and dads push us and we succeeded in that we feel bad at at that time. And now we said that was the best thing happened to us. Mm. They pushed us in because I'm an academic, maybe uh, a family. So they pushed us heavily in in studying in school Mm. and university in certification. This is this
0: is what I wanted to ask you next, because you talk a lot about your family, your father and your mother. Um, Just want to understand, like, what are the the values that they, uh, you know, built into you and how does that, how did that, you know, translate to what you're doing right now and the relationship and the dealings that you're having with your people and even with your own children? Like how? <clears throat> uh,
1: I can say they have contributed from the self-built person, 99% <laughs> of that, and the self-built is 1%. They did everything, Mashallah. My mom and dad. I, mean, I, I owe everything to them, Mashallah. And I think they owe everything to their moms and dad. And this is what a life is about. Everybody helps each other. Uh, so they pushed us really hard and everywhere. So you ask me, even in business, when you look like, how how you started
0: feeling. So it was not an easy life for you. <laughs> it was.
1: It, I I thought it wasn't today yeah, when yeah. you when you asked me. To, at, at that time, I thought it wasn't.
0: Right. Today, when you
1: ask me, I tell you, I maybe I was the most the 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 most spoiled kid in the whole world. All right. I got everything I want, but Mm. I didn't feel I got it at that time because... You had to work for it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They did. They they made us feel that we worked for that to get the benefits. All right. While we didn't. It was not a freebie. Just, you know, just take it, go enjoy yourself. They didn't let us work 100%. They give us 10, 15, 20%. Is is that the same approach you take with your kids? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I'm I'm an an evil compared to my dad, but... (laughs) but uh, at the end now when i look at it we got super nintendos we got the segas we got everything we traveled to to the us we went to disney we went to we went everywhere and while they were an academic doctor where they are not highly paid but they found a way to do that but every time they want to do something like that such a thing they made us feel that no you can't take that you have to get good scores in school, all of you, not singles. So we have to help each <laughs> oh, other as a brother, as a team. As a team, no. I, if my brother didn't get a good score, we'll not get the Super Nintendo at the summer, <laughs> all right. or we'll not get the new game in the Super Nintendo. So, no, guys, uh, do you have something missing? Did you do your homework? You want me to explain something for you? And this is where the idea is. Oh, success is not about you. I did my job. Yeah, you did my job, but you, the whole cumulative c- culture and family didn't do it. So you. Your job wasn't done properly yeah. Yeah. and this is where it created a sense of uh, accountability responsibility. and responsibility towards others not only yourself you're not living alone if if you if, if allah gave you a blessing that you are a fast learner in mathematics it's not your it's not your strength it's it's a gift from allah mm-hmm. and the gift from allah has to be you have a do there you have to pay it you have to give that gift and help other people
0: give back, to do yeah. it
1: and so on so Business. You ask me how yeah, did you do business and how did you do the talking world. and sales. A yeah. lot of people don't know how to do good sales. Yeah. I do any kind of sales. I don't feel even afraid or shy. A lot of people uh, feel shy. Oh, I don't become sales. I'm, I go big mm. people for me. Mm. I don't feel at all. I actually consider it challenging. You ask me where did that start? I think it started since school and my mom, my dad pushed me. Yeah. They used to give me very small allowance for school. Mm. I thought it's small allowance, it's compared to my friends, that's the problem. But when I looked at it now, and you look at it backward, oh, okay, they gave me two sandwiches, they gave me chocolate bar, they gave me uh, maybe chips or something, they gave me juice, everything I want from school allowance, I already have it in my bag. Yes. So when they give me a single real, one real or two reals per day, it's an extra because I have everything. But my problem as a kid, I look at only at the two reals. I don't look at the things in my bag <laughs> yeah. and my friends having five and six riyals for me, you know, I'm not yeah. that poor to get <laughs> only two while I have things in my bag with maybe five or six riyals yeah. already. Exactly. So, but again, and then I went, I remember when I went to my mom, I told her this, this is, this has to be, there is a problem. Mm. You are not the poorest people in Saudi, mm. you're doctors. I know we're not the richest yeah. again, but why are we taking one real? and my friends are taking three to five riyals mm-hmm. eh? And she told me, let's let's try to generate money out of that money <laughs> so, And subhanallah, the weird thing is they are an academic <laughs> academic, the Doctors in the university, mm-hmm. but they had the sense of business raising us on. So I told her, how can she said, if you don't spend this one real for a full week You'll get five riyal of allowance Then you'll go with your dad to the Wholesale store and buy things that you can sell to your uh, friends Okay, I said okay She said what is the most common thing that your friends buy? I said there's the olker car uh, has a not uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 that was everybody has to buy it every day, you know you it <laughs> yeah, out yeah, and no, no. Take one by yeah, one. Yeah, I remember yeah. the red tape. <laughs> yeah. She told me okay if you got it, your friend will buy it. I say, of course, because our queue in the canteen was very long. Okay. If the if the races uh, uh, build ring and you don't run uh, you won't to get the it. canteen, you'll finish the whole races just to buy this. <laughs> okay. So she said, okay. Uh, get your 5 Reals and go with your Let's see how much is a box. We'll invest it. She didn't say <laughs> invest, of course, or a loan. I can't remember. But okay. I remember I didn't pay back the loan that they gave it to me. All right. So I buy and the box was has 24 pieces with 10 Reals. Okay. So I got a 50% capital raise. Oh, okay. I have my 5 Reals and they gave me my 5, yeah, uh, other you've five Reals. You've already become
0: an entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> they, they made me. I didn't know it
1: at then. Yeah. And I buy the box and uh, apparently for me, I sold the box in first two hours of the oh, school, okay. before even the recess. All right. 24 reals in my pocket. So the canteen
0: shifted to your class, I believe. No, still, <laughs> they, they go back in the recess and buy another one. <laughs> but I was
1: the accessible one in the in the, <laughs> in the class. So, 25 uh, 24 reals mm-hmm. in a single day, what? Mm-hmm. And I was looking for three and five reals. All right. and with time, I started expanding my business in different things uh, and so on. To be honest, it started before this biscuit. I started selling the crystal uh, part of my grandmother's uh, <laughs> uh, light, but oh, okay. she had a very nice crystal right. chandelier. chandeliers. Yeah. yeah. It looks like an uh, kryptonite. It was green. I don't. Yeah. I used to take the, the the crystals that inside. I say from outside, it's fine, but why did they have it? something inside? <laughs> I took it and I sold it oh. and then I, I got punished for that <laughs> and then they told me let's start selling biscuits all right so anyhow going back so they pushed me mm-hmm. to sell while in the at early stages it was very easy for me to sell my mm-hmm. to my friend and become normal thing that's why a lot of people don't like sales because they didn't start early mm-hmm. they feel it's, it's oh I go to beg people and when you're a kid you can beg people and if it's going to bring you yes. 24 reals yes. instead of one real, yes. I would definitely beg for it. Yeah. And it wasn't bad. Yeah. So this is where startup entrepreneurship, you can say it salesperson started the chandelier, the biscuits mm-hmm. and so on. And I expanded my businesses with my brothers. Mm-hmm. I started selling business cards. I okay. asked one of my friends who's coming from the US to bring me a CD of photos. We mm-hmm. didn't have the internet at mm-hmm. that time. So he bring me a photo CD and we started putting line photo with putting my friend's name and his phone number, <laughs> business card. And yeah, I can't, uh, I can't forget that we sold more than 40,000 riyals in a single year mm-hmm. for students who's in maybe 12th grade or uh, 13th grade. It was crazy. Of course, it's a teamwork.
0: All all, all, all great businesses, uh, I think, start from the garage. You know, it's not about <laughs> garage, let's, yeah. let's be honest. It's yeah. not a real business, yeah. but it started
1: uh, the the skill of skill. selling, skill of ideas, skill of Pe- marketing. marketing. I remember we created the logo for the business at oh, that okay. time. Great. I remember we call it Yuri Shaukat Lil oh, Shoukat. Okay. It's Yuri Shoukat for business card. Yuri right. Shoukat was my brother's older brother nickname. All right, okay. sir. Right. Of course, he's the second guy who my mom and dad and mm. my brother Yasser, who taught me to get into business and to talk. I was a school kid and he took me to Microsoft in front of my sword speaking and saying that we do computer networking and so on. And this is where I'm telling you, every single step in my life, and I think it's in most people's life, you will always find someone in the background who pushed you 90% and you Mm. just took the 10% part. Mm. But the problem is at that that time, you're not mature enough to see the 90%. Mm. You only see that what I did, Mm. I used to think it, I used Mm. to believe in it 100% that I was Mm. built 100%.
0: Mm.
1: Now, when I look at it, my mom my dad my brothers my cousins my sisters everybody has contributed way more than what i contributed true, true.
0: i to think that. i think you're really really fortunate and i think we have to be really grateful that you know you've had such wonderful parents who guided you and and gave you these small nuggets uh, that you can hold on to and you know uh, learn from uh, i believe not everyone is as fortunate but Uh, essentially you know that's why we really have to be grateful for what we have and what I love about what you're doing is I think something that things that you've learned um, at a very young age what you're trying to do now from what I've you know had conversations with you before as well is what you're trying to do is giving back in modern world it's called you know they have this world called sustainability giving back and things like that but putting the jargon aside I think this is what uh, you know, this is something amazing that you're doing, uh, trying to give back uh, to the community, the, the people. Uh, these small things, that sh- uh, these these valuable lessons that you've learned over the years, and I think that that's where the difference is between you and uh, some of the other people. You know, that we come across. I don't think it's amazing. I think it's
1: it's a mandatory thing. The, the problem is what life has skewed the things, and people started seeing this an amazing thing because nobody, n- not a lot of people, are doing it. Yes. If you think about it if everyone does that this is where equal distribution of knowledge of wealth of everything because you have to know that you got that even if you work for it when you look at it a lot of part of it they call it luck we call it risk, mm, risk it came, yeah. and it's when you get the risk as part of your obligation to become the ambassador of this risk to distribute it mm. in the world you don't take it all for yourself mm. Low knowledge, even raising Mm. my mom and dad raised me and I was very fortunate for that. This is a big risk. Now I have to do it for my kids. I have to help other people. Mm. I have to help my team in the company to have this part. It's not because I'm amazing or it's not because of these things are good. I think it should be a default thing. It shouldn't be, oh, this guy, I mean, actually we should look at who's not distributing that. He's he's a bad person. Mm. That's it. (laughs) So um, maybe we're trying to help the life to be shifted back to the normal yes, part.
0: Yes, yes. Alvaro, um, uh, like when you look at the current trends of, you know, what's going on in the business world, you know, it's very cutthroat. It's all about money. It's all about competition, uh, overtaking one another. And um, so it's, it's very difficult to, to keep employees as a, as a business leader or a business owner motivated. Um, how do you keep your employees motivated and what are the steps that you take to do that?
1: <laughs> so let's go back to your first question that I didn't answer, mm. which what what considered a good culture mm. and then we take it from there. Mm. Uh, for me, a good culture is something that's like a good family. When you go what, what's considered a good family, it's a balanced family, stabilized. Overall, they live in peace, they have internal peace, they, they look at the world. They see it and they say, Alhamdulillah, the things that we have is more than enough for us. It's our obligation to try to improve. It's our obligation to build up earth, I'mar al-Ard. And then it's if we see somebody else who have bigger things than us, we say, Alhamdulillah, we have other things that's good. It's not about we have to get everything good. So balance and stability and inner peace. This is where... uh, good internal culture so for me in business if we talk what's the good internal culture it's the place that people can work in and go out with positive energy that they can give to other people instead of going to a place you build up negative energy so you go back home to suck Mm. all the positivity from your family to go back to break even.
0: Mm. I wish I could uh, go on and on Alvara because it's really lovely to hear you speak. And uh, I what I've from my personal experience uh, you know knowing you and dealing with you, um, you know we've known each other for some time you've we've worked together on on projects and one of the first things I remember that you came and told us that uh, <clears throat> when we met in the in the same room, I guess uh, is that we are a family we are, don't don't see us as your partners or as your customer or whatever it is. We're a family, we're going to work together and that's basically... Something that really, uh, you know, helped me to connect with you easily and uh, and smart. So uh, it was nice having you. We would really love to uh, hear more of your stories. And I believe uh, uh, people who've listened to you talk today have taken away something very valuable because this is something that most companies, most brands don't really discuss. It's always about profits. It's always about uh, uh, targets. It's always about KPIs. But I think you've today shared a different perspective on things. And that's really opened up a lot of you know uh, thought thinking on, on those lines for me. And I'm sure for some of our listeners as well. Um, thank you, albaram I'm so happy to call you my brother and uh, thank you. I hope we can have you in uh, future uh, episodes of our podcast. And, uh, thank you. Thank yeah. you,
1: Junez. Yes, it's always start by giving it. Yes. The, the beginning is the giving, it's not the taking. This is maybe the starting point of anything yes. to change. Yes. So you give and you then get whatever you deserve because you gave, not because you deserve it just like that. Yes. So, Thank you for having me here. Sure. Uh, it's my first podcast. I hope it's not my last. And going back to all the listeners, please don't take the stories and think that we are a very successful and a super company that doesn't have their problems and to do the 100x that I used to do this mistake and get you into depression. Okay. We have a lot of. Bad we, stuff we have
0: your time. story of the car and the fuel, so <clears throat> fuel. So uh, we know <laughs> how money works for you. Uh, and we have to, we have to, we yes. have to
1: take it step in a time and we'll face a lot of problems. Don't look and compare yourself with other company because you'll always look at the good things of the other people, or other mm-hmm. company, which will make you feel bad. And you will never see the bad things because it's hidden. You cannot see what's the bad things in SMART. We're sitting here, not, nothing is happening. We're not filming what's happening in SMART. So the idea is accept what you got and you try to improve it. Compare yourself with yesterday and you with yourself yesterday. And you will feel a lot better, inshallah.
0: Thank you, Albara. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, and that brings us to the close of the episode. Uh, please follow us, subscribe, and we are available on all major platforms. And looking forward to seeing you in the next episode of Unboxed.